from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It's Thursday, June 22nd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A Columbus murder suspect is now in custody after being involved in an hours-long standoff in Dayton. ONN's Kevin Landers reports. Dayton police were tipped off by the Columbus police that this homicide suspect was in their city. Dayton police were able to locate him barricaded inside an apartment with a 73-year-old man inside being held as a hostage by Sir Robert Devon Anthony Martin Sidner. Sidner was wanted by Columbus police for a shooting that took place on June 28th. Multiple SWAT departments along with the Ohio Highway Patrol were called to the scene and eventually got Sidner to surrender around 1130 last night. I'm Kevin Landers. The Republican-dominated Ohio House yesterday approved two controversial bills targeting gender identity and gender-affirming care. ONN's Andrew Kinsey has details. House Bill 8 requires schools to notify parents when teaching about sexuality or when they request a new gender identity. House Bill 68 would ban gender-affirming care and transgender athletes from participating in women's and girls' sports. Both bills overwhelmingly passed, despite heavy opposition from the LGBTQ plus community. Both bills now head to the Senate. I'm Andrew Kinsey. ONN's Angela Ann has more about House Bill 68's possible future as it heads for the Ohio Senate. Governor DeWine has expressed his thoughts on this issue before. When asked about transgender athlete bans in Ohio, the governor said he felt the Ohio High School Athletic Association is equipped to handle the issue. Here's a quote from the governor back in 2021. He said this issue is best addressed outside of government through individual sports leagues and athletic associations. I'm Angela Ann. A now viral social media post warning parents in Northwest Ohio's Perrysburg about stranger danger at a playground there is actually false, according to multiple sources. ONN's Amanda Fay explains. The Facebook post claims to warn parents about a person hanging out with and approaching kids at Fort Imagination Playground at Woodlands Park. Now, according to this post, this person showed children things on a phone. A city of Perrysburg official tells us someone called police to check things out. They found out the person is a nonverbal 16 year old from a group home in Springfield Township who was using the phone to communicate. The caretaker of the group home came to the park and took the teen back. The teen was not charged with any crime. I'm Amanda Fay. Ohio State University says Buckeye tight end Zach Herbstreet, the son of former Buckeye quarterback and TV football analyst Kirk Herbstreet, is out of the hospital. Details surrounding why he was hospitalized are unclear. Cuyahoga County Executive Chris Ronane introduced legislation at the county council meeting to relocate the county jail from downtown Cleveland to Garfield Heights. ONN's Neil Fisher reports. The announcement was met with disagreement by residents, including Samaria Rice, the mother of Tamir Rice, who was shot and killed by Cleveland police in 2014. If we have to have a new jail, it definitely shouldn't be on the east side of Cleveland. And, and I'm going to tell you why the east side of Cleveland is very oppressed already. While many residents shared their displeasure, Dave Wondolowski, who represents 12,000 construction workers in northeast Ohio, was the lone speaker to agree with the legislation. The Garfield Heights site is a smart solution and deserves this community's support. I'm Neil Fisher. Three big summer developments in Ohio's largest school district. 
ONN's Tracy Townsend has details. The new superintendent of Columbus City Schools will officially start a new contract next month. Dr. Angela Chapman's salary is set at $265,000 a year. The new contract with Columbus City School employees is now final. The contract includes pay raises and added health benefits, and Columbus homeowners are being asked to pay more to support the school district. On the ballot in November with a levy. The levy would cost each Columbus homeowner around $270 for each $100,000 of appraised property value. I'm Tracy Townsend. The board wanted to put this levy on the ballot last year, but decided against it because of rising inflation. The Columbus Dispatch newspaper ran an extensive article yesterday about 76-year-old Jack Hanna, the longtime director of the Columbus Zoo, who was diagnosed in 2019 with Alzheimer's disease. ONN's Yolanda Harris has more. Dispatch reporter Mike Wagner says it was important to the family to reach out to the millions who are struggling with Alzheimer's. So Wagner traveled to their home in Montana to spend time with the family. He says it was tough to take in because the Jack Hanna the world used to know is gone. They were courageous and brave in sharing their story with the public and not being afraid to talk about the tough things. Wagner says Hannah doesn't remember most of his family or his time in Columbus, but the family wants the world to know there are still times of joy. I'm Yolanda Harris. People are scratching their heads in Napoleon, 40 miles southwest of Toledo, after a website, TravelSafeAbroad.com, called the city in Henry County the eighth most dangerous in Ohio. So ONN's Chase Bachman went there. People on the street were surprised. I walk up and down the streets on a regular basis. I've never felt unsafe here. Napoleon City Manager Andy Small says he couldn't believe it when he saw it. We laughed when we heard that after a council meeting. The article cites data that says the crime rate is at almost 36 violent incidents per 1,000 people. But Small says his own research tells a much different story. The lowest that I found was 1.61 per 1,000, and the highest I found was like 2.81 per 1,000. Chase Bachman reporting in Napoleon. Chase Bachman says he has reached out to the website for comment but has not yet heard back. And the first place Cincinnati Reds haven't been this hot since well back in the last century. ONN's Clay Gordon explains. The Cincinnati Reds no longer have 10 wins in their belts. They have 11. The Red Legs beat the Colorado Rockies 5-3. It's the longest street since 1957. Today, the Reds get a day of rest before they welcome the Atlanta Braves tomorrow for a three-game series at home. I'm Clay Gordon. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WBNS-TV in Columbus, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.